0: and welcome back to another installment of the conspiracy skeptic i'm your conspiracy skeptic carl mamer and with me today is as uh, a guest uh james james funston hello hi james how are you Pretty good. Great. And James, you're coming to us from Portland, Oregon.
1: Yes, lovely Portland, Oregon.
0: Yes, beautiful. I, bet I, w- I was there in the early part of the 2000s, I think maybe about 2001 or so. I used to live in Seattle, and one day just made the drive down to, to Portland. and, and uh, is, Have you been there all your life, or...? No, I've been here about six years. I'm from California. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm not really sure. Because at some point, Portland kind of became like, uh, uh, like the kind of the hipster mecca or something.
1: Yeah, like so kind of hipster. Anything you come to here, you come to Portland, and anything that you're into, you're you're gonna find a group that's into that too.
0: Okay, cool. You've probably heard what, what's 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 that uh, comedy show about Portland? Portlandia, Portlandia. Portlandia. You've probably heard all the jokes, right? Yeah, it's really, it's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> okay, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, back in the early two thousands, it was. I mean, it was just kind of a. It was a nice place. Uh, the uh, the street, the downtown streets there are really really narrow, aren't they? It,
1: seems... um, it depends on the street. The it might have changed the. I love the streets here. This it's so set up like a grid. It's really easy to get around. Okay.
0: All right. But, yeah. I always come back to public transit on these on all these podcasts. Um, but um, l- l- before we get into your uh, you, your favorite conspiracy, let's just get some biographical data. Okay, so you're you're originally from California. Yes. Okay, and can I ask how old you are? Thirty three. Thirty three. Okay, and uh, are are you married? Are you? No single single okay all right then and uh, yeah, these are the what I call the Korean questions I don't know, I don't know if you actually listen to my podcast but uh... oh yeah I've I've listened to every episode oh okay all right so yeah I'll hit you with the Korean questions all right and what what do you, what do you what do you do for a living normally if it's okay to ask that uh, right now I'm a full time student oh cool and what 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 do you studying?
1: my major is gonna be cognitive psychology and a minor in history of science
0: ah oh, very cool yeah that's yeah that's that's um it is surprising i think how many people studying science don't they don't really have a good grounding right in the history of science
1: yeah yeah and just understanding the what is science like the history of like figuring out what is science compared to what is not science or pseudoscience yeah why
0: why we do the things we do right there yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, scientists. There's a lot of crap to study in whatever field you're in, so you don't have a lot of time to sort of dilly dally with all the touchy feel good stuff.
1: Yeah, and especially now, as science progresses more, it just gets more and more specialized. So you have to like specialize in one certain like part of the brain or one chemical composition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to work with a uh, software developer and uh he, he had um he had like a Graduate degree in philosophy, and I'm kind of like, that's a weird degree for a programmer. And he's like, well, you know, anybody can teach themselves programming. But I originally started off as a math student, and I found myself always more fascinated by kind of the first chapter of any math textbook, where it just sort of gets into the almost like you know the history and the philosophy versus sort of the the nuts and bolts. And he kind of thought I'd probably be better as a philosopher because this is the <laughs> stuff that interests me most, you know. Where did yeah. this math come from? And you know what? Yeah. Um, so actually, but your 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 favorite conspiracy is uh, what's your favorite conspiracy?
1: Well, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but Oh, no, yeah, it's it's one's <laughs> very really
0: depressing, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's been in my in my life for the past few months. The the whole fluoridation and the conspiracies behind that. Right. Okay. And, and is Portland? Are you guys having some sort of referendum on this? Um, yes, the, the the ballots are out now, actually, and the vote is going to end on May twenty first. So it's it's happening right now in Portland.
0: Right. Okay. So if it's not going to, I don't. I guess I mean fluoridation is something we want through our entire life, is it?
1: Yes. Uh, some way to get fluoride has been shown to be like improved dental health. So it's good to have your entire life and water fluoridation. Can it? It's you know, it's for children. It help. It's helpful to them, but it also can help adults and seniors.
0: Right, right, okay, yeah. So, what 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 are the polls looking? Because I mean, for people who maybe aren't aware of Portland, as we sort of hinted, it it, 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 it it's a place where you know alt med and all sorts of things kind of really kind of take root root there.
1: Yeah, it's a skeptic's like, uh, I don't know, delight or nightmare, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Fertile ground for, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure about the poll numbers exactly. Um, I'm not sure if there has been any taken, but it's really different. If you look online, what's the conversations online? You might get a different impression if you do like some more like uh, canvassing work or phone banking work that like I've done. You get a different impression of these. Diff- the younger crowd seems to be more um, angry and vocal about the issue. Right. And if you talk to older
0: people on the phone, they're you know they're usually supportive or at least polite about it. Right. Yes. Now, I mean, I mean, at least I'll say at least Portland is having a referendum because my hometown, Windsor, um, they city council unilaterally decided to eliminate <laughs> fluoridation. Uh, they didn't put even up to a public vote. They it was it it was it was incredibly sad. It was um, kind of a you know you know you're sort of self appointed. Uh, you know, anti-fluoridation. Uh, you know, people for better health. Anti-fluoridation yeah. people. This, I mean, armed with YouTube videos, up against the every single public health official on the city of Windsor's pay, and the city council decided to to listen to the, these these YouTube crusaders <laughs> versus, <laughs> like, their actual health... Ex- you know, someone's got to stand up to the experts, and it turned out to be, you know, the, the teachers and the auto mechanics who comprise city council. Yeah. Grr.
1: Well, the same kind of thing happened here, but in reverse. Like, the city council last year went ahead and, and voted to add fluoride to the water, and then... Uh, Someone started a petition, and they got. I think it's the same, the Clean Water Portland referendum. People who,
0: <laughs> yeah, refer- you love the
1: you love the euphemisms, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
0: people for true democracy,
1: <laughs> Patriot Act, uh, no child left behind. It's the same kind of yeah. like wording, but yeah, they got about thirty five thousand signatures and got to put on the ballot.
0: Okay. I mean, just for for I guess maybe our non American listeners, it's one of the things I actually kind of kind of really. Almost admired when I was in Seattle, the um, the idea that citizens can get kind of like mini referendums put put on ballots, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. It's different for each state. I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, I, when I was living in California, is when the the recall election happened with I think it was yeah when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger before he was elected governor but the recall of davis i think gray davis was his
0: name mm, okay okay yeah because in, in canada basically it's like um you know we go to the polls every four or five years vote for the candidate and then we have no say that yeah. <laughs> that is that's good and that's bad in a way it's like uh, you know um because when i was living in seattle they were always sort of voting like lower taxes more pizza kind of uh, uh, balance and and then the city and the in the state are always like we've got crumbling highways and you know and breakwaters and, and then we need taxes and and people are like nope, lower taxes more pizza and then they, you know so at some point there is a bit, it, 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 it is helpful what the government can go we're increasing sales tax by 1% we we have to fix roads End of story. Yeah, just let us do our job, and you can, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So so um, okay. So let's start with like fluor. Like why 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 do you want to have fluoride in the water? What what does it actually do? What does it actually do to your teeth to keep it you know f- cavity free? Well, that
1: has actually been a a, a question for a long time. How actually ex- how uh, water fluoridation works, and there's been some recent research on that. It kind of gets deposited. I'm not an expert on chemistry or anything, but uh, it gets deposited. It, it you absorb it and it gets deposited in your. It comes out with your saliva and your teeth always have a constant like contact with fluoride, which helps <clears throat> reduce decay by uh, interact with uh, neutralizing the acid that's produced by bacteria in your teeth, which cause caused. Uh-huh. It. So okay. it's just having that
0: constant contact with like small amounts of fluoride. Okay. And how, how did they sort of, they kind of just sort of stumbled on the efficacy of fluoride, right? Yes.
1: Um, in the early 1900s, uh, I think his name is McKay, a dentist, went to Colorado and he noticed that a lot of the children there had really brown stains on their teeth, but they also had really good teeth to go along with it. So it took him like 30 years of research to really discover that it was fluoride in the water, naturally occurring fluoride in the water that did it. Then he went did more research, and in the forty in like the late forties, the mid forties forty five I think is when Grand Rapids, Michigan, the
0: first city, started adding fluoride to their water. Okay, all right. Now, now uh, since we're we're in the in the '40s, World War II, one of <laughs> I just love this claim. One uh, of the the anti fluoridation people, they always like to bring up the fact that that they they fluoridated like the water in death camps, those Nazis, yeah. and to sort of make the you know make these starving people docile, you know and yeah, and yeah are
1: starving in
0: concentration camps like you need, more to, you need to do more to make them docile. Know, like make them open to suggestion <laughs> like face your death with a with a glad heart yeah so what? And what there's, okay. there's really no evidence that the nazis did that
1: and um it the claims made about that kind of thing are after the fact like 10 years later because you get the same claims with the the Soviets did that to people in the gulags in Siberia but those places the concentration camps in the in the and the Siberian prisons didn't have exactly the best water systems or even reliably clean water at all so yeah they didn't spend a lot of money on the on the water in the concentration camps
0: you know, one of my – I think in, in skepticism it was called the categorical imperative. But before you try to debunk a claim, make sure that the claim that, – that it even happened, you know. And yeah. um, I, I used to sort of think, well, okay, I mean, you know, if they're fluoridating – I mean, it, it would seem foolish to have, you know, two different water lines in a death camp. You know, one going to the soldiers and officers to get the fluoride. And let's then construct a whole other one and deny – you know, if you're fluoridating the water, you're just – sending it down one pipe. But then yeah, then I when I looked at it, it's one of those things where every single page just quotes the same thing. Every time you Google on it, it's always the same web pages making the exact same claim and, and uh and, and this is what I like about Google Books is if you start to look at things on Google Books, yeah you yeah, you kinda of find out it was just some anti fluoridation guy right in the fifties who just sort of said, Well, I talked to somebody in Germany and they told me that, so
1: yeah, there's claims that there was a German chemino- chemical company in the thirties who came up with the idea. But yeah, yeah. no one would say what company that is company that is or really get too in depth about it. It's just you can just about anything that you disagree with. Say the Nazis did it and then
0: yeah, that's <laughs> somehow an argument. Yes, exactly. All right. So so yeah, so it's interesting actually that it wasn't actually until after the war that 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 it sort of figured out the, the uh the, the, the anti cavity properties of fluoridation. Um now uh when, so when did they start so when did they start actually fluoridating though the, the water supplies in, in, in the USA? Uh Michigan, like I said, Grand Rapids, Michigan was the
1: first okay. in forty five and after that more and more cities kind of followed the trend. Right now Portland is the largest city in the US that doesn't fluoridate. Or have natural fluoride, fluoride in
0: the water. Okay, yeah, yeah, then yeah, that, that, that's an interesting point. You get to say right, yeah. So there are a lot of places that have sort of natural fluoridation. And then sort of the, the other one of the the claims the anti-fluoridation people make is like they like to cite a I think it's some United Nations document saying we got to get rid of the fluoride from the water. <laughs> have you encountered this document? Um, I'm not sure which
1: document you're talking about, but I know the claim. It's it's common that they'll Yes, there, if, there can be too much fluoride that you have to get out of the water, and the the anti-fluoridationist people don't really make that distinction of levels of, of fluoride. Right. They hear someone say, we got to get this fluoride out of the water, they think it means all fluoride. Right, yeah, yeah. And so they that, could be talking about a place that has really extremely high excessive levels
0: of fluoride. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like some sort of place in China or something. Right, right, there are some places where fluoride occurs naturally, and to the point where it's like, Pretty high, and, and right. so when when the UN when they're quoting this UN document, they're sort of ignoring it's you know uh, you know the, the quote mining they're they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're sort of ignoring the part where it says no no it's naturally correct at dangerous levels let's let's filter it out you know down to the point where it's you know just provides you know health for your teeth exactly it's something that's been looked at not just
1: because there are a couple of Chinese studies that are brought up a lot, but they look at areas that have naturally high fluoride and also rural communities that burn coal and the coal contains a lot of fluoride. So they're getting really extreme levels of fluoride and it does have some adverse effects.
0: Right. Now, what, so the fluoride we're going to get here. Yeah. Now what, what is, what are kind of the adverse effects of, 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 you know, too much fluoridation in the water?
1: Well, there's the, the famous Harvard IQ study, which looked at areas in China, and the the high the high groups that had up to ten times the optimal fluoride levels in in community water systems in North America had reduced IQ and skeletal fluorosis, which can weaken your bones, stuff like that. But the control group they looked at this study, which had around one parts per million, which is about what we're gonna about what you would have in a in a community water fluoridation area, they had average IQs and. Nothing, no
0: real adverse effects there. Right. Now, as far as I can tell, like a more kind of like quote mining is, the, um, you know, like uh, I, I believe they, I mean, they, they sort of, uh, they, you know, they review the, uh, you know, how many parts per million should be in the world. They, they review that periodically, but, um, you know, at some point they were sort of going, okay, you know, like we're getting a lot of fluoride now and, you know, toothpaste and, you know, that, you know, washes and 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 maybe we should revisit this. That maybe children are and because children tend to swallow toothpaste; they don't tend to like spit it no. out. So, yeah. So, so there was some sort of like, okay, let's look at this. But have you? Did you encounter any of that at all? Yes, yeah, so actually, the the EPA did
1: that in 2006, and you know they re- did recommend lowering the maximum level which was at four, they lowered it, I'm not sure what they lowered it to, but when they do that, the the quote miners will come in and say, look, they're saying it, we're getting too much, so we shouldn't get any at all. And, yeah.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so, oh, oh, go ahead. They also don't, you know, that's how science works. You keep looking at this issue. You don't just come to a conclusion and say, okay, well, we've solved that fluoride problem, now let's move on to other things. You, you keep doing
0: more and more studies on it to get a better understanding. Right you, yeah, you don't just sort of walk away from it right exactly, yeah. yeah, and at the same time there's there's always going to be you know like a minority that are that are looking at it and going, H- you know, I can make my name in science by uh you know by kind of having these things revised or being the first one you know as as someone studying history of science you know is is that a, is that a big part of science people sort of you know, sort of wanting to make their name by challenging the orthodoxy and
1: well, yeah, everyone wants to be the next Einstein or the next Galileo, but uh, a lot of times they'll do that—the Galileo gambit—say that Galileo was laughed at. Right, right. But he wasn't laughed at by the sci- by scientists. He was criticized by the church. There wasn't really a scientific consensus
0: before him. Right. Yeah. So, how, how do you, so yeah. So, if, so, the Galileo gambit is someone studying the history of science. Is, is is that how you sort of counter the the Galileo gambit?
1: Yeah, I mean, um there was a really good article by Stephen Novella. He's been talking about that lately. I'm, I'm not sure which, which of his many <laughs> venues he posted that on.
0: <laughs> there should be like a Google of just him, you know? Yes. <laughs> There's actually probably like ten of them that just run around and... Yeah, but the, <laughs> the Galileo Gambit, that is one of the, uh... I think even, what was it, the, um Ted, the TEDx people, sort of, they they brought that uh, of their of their list of like, you know, you 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 might have a crank for your TEDx, you know, the, c- comparing himself to Galileo was one of the, yeah, was one of their check marks or something. All right. so what what are, what's some of the other sort of faulty reasoning the the, the anti fluoridation people use? Um, well it's.
1: It's you know it's actually really reminiscent of any other kind of um, pseudo scientific tactics, and if you look at what they did in Windsor, for example, they, you're going to see a lot of similarities to here because they they go to the same resources, they cherry pick the same studies, quote one, the same sentences wherever the anti fluorid wherever the fluoridation issue comes up,
0: and uh, and the um there was sort of a thread we were kind of commenting on. I had to sort of laugh, or it, 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 it was sort of like a, a friend of a friend of yours or something, where uh, she was like, "You always keep citing the FDA." <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, that's another thing. You just put enough doubt on the FDA. Really, doesn't have anything to do with community water fluoridation, to right? Be, right. To be frank, but if you put like enough doubt. And it's especially this works a lot better in Portland probably. You put doubt on these because all the major health, trusted health organizations are support are you know, support water fluoridation. So if you put enough doubt on the CDC or the FDA or the EPA, then you can kind of say, Well it's just like spreading that doubt for them so you can't trust them and you get it they're like, Show me a non biased source
0: and how can you get more non biased than the CDC, I'm not sure really. You know one time I was arguing with an HIV denialist, and then, um, and he sort of says, you know, they, they 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 like they've never even done an electron microscope photograph of HIV, and then I pointed him to a picture on the C you know CDC site uh, of, of HIV, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, they're controlled by the government, and the government lied to us about Iraq. Therefore, how, so how do how do you answer that kind of? Uh, that's sort of where they, they kind of
1: just keep moving the goalposts there. Yeah. Like, I don't really know. Like that's why if someone I'm talking to about well fluoride or anything is that much of a conspiracy minded person that any evidence you offer will just be more evidence for the conspiracy. It's kind of gets to a point where you just have to back out, back away slowly. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather like talk to people who might be convinced by evidence rather than coming to a, having an absolute conclusion that can't
0: change. Yeah, I mean it's always interesting to sort of ahead of time sort of ask them like, okay, well, what, what would you consider a valid source? You know, could, could you give me some examples? You know, some specific examples of a valid source? You know, and and, and it's surprising how little people, they, they even think of that. Exactly. Or
1: what you ask them, what evidence could I show you that would prove you wrong or convince you that you're wrong?
0: Yeah. Then they rarely ever they've rarely ever even thought about it, right? Yeah, and so, uh, let's see, what else? Did, so, what are some, okay, so we covered the, um the, the Nazis, and, uh, still my favorite. Um and, uh, okay, yeah, yeah now what about some of the, uh, very, so I, IQ, what are some of the other supposed, what are some of the really out there claims of, of health effects of fluoride? Well, that will just
1: soften your brain, which I'm not really sure what that means, because the brain is pretty squishy to begin with. <laughs> That it will um do something to your pineal gland, <laughs> not really sure there, and it will just calcify and you know and I've heard some more wackier claims that the more the fluoridation increasing amount of fluoridation in the country has led to like the autism right. yeah an- increasing cancer or you know anything that has increased the it's the correlation that oh well, there's been fluoride and there's been more cancer, so it must be
0: fluoride. Right, yeah, or the, like the uh, what was it, like you know, the the decline in pirates and the, you know, the, <laughs> yes. the decline in something else. Yeah, yeah, the, those kinds of those spurious correlations. Um, what, was it, what was I was going to say now? Uh, um, hold on, give me give me a second. I just. I, I lost my, my train of thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, now the whole... What was the whole idea with, like, Alaska and fluoride and communism and... Wasn't there something about, like, we're going to... They're going to fluorinate people and then take them to Alaska and then ship them off to the to the commies? Did you ever encounter that? That sort of rather bizarre... That's a new one on me,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, part- most of the... Most of- it seems like that the conspiracy evolved from being communist to fascist to now it's New World Order or Illuminati or reptilians or international banker
0: or military okay. national complex, whoever your bad guy is. Okay, so it's no longer the Red Scare. Yeah, yeah it's, I find it fascinating like what's kind of like when the Red Scare kind of diminished or – went away or you know there's you know the generations of people who have now been born into a world without the red scare that, that in some ways people we, we turned on ourselves you know that, that it's no longer this horrible people out there it's now you know the trusted people within are out to get us yeah it's it's a weird phenomenon now, now if someone was to say to you like you know uh, um, yeah, oh, no I, I don't think we should put fluoride in the water. Well, what what are kind of like your maybe your three best arguments for fluoridating water? Hmm. Um, well, it really depends on the person
1: you talk to. If they start by saying, you know, it was used by the Nazis and stuff like that, you kind of just say that's well, that's not true. And it is approved by the CDC. It it ha- can reduce cavities. And Portland needs. Portland has higher cavities than a lot of places that have fluoride.
0: Right, right, yeah. In in, in Windsor, more oh, well compared to just Seattle, we have like forty percent more, I think, is the number. Right. Seattle people aren't that much. Well, they're they're less hip than Portland <laughs> people, but.
1: <laughs> well, and I would say also that fluoride even makes sense economically. It's if you say it saves a like thirty-eight dollars for every dollar spent on it in the long run, and it's something you that. Which is, well, part of what I don't get in Portland here is like a lot of the people who would be more for like socially liberal causes. This is a good. <laughs> right, it's a public health measure. Yeah, exactly. It's something that can help. It helps minority communities, helps poor communities, especially. And it's something that
0: our government should be doing to help people. Right, yeah. I remember arguing with a Windsor person, and she was kind of like, well, if people want the Florida in the water, they could just put it back in. And I'm like, so, wait, no, but poor people, the people most hurt by it, now you're making them spend extra money, you know, to put something back in, you know, whereas, <laughs> take it out, you're rich. <laughs> yeah, it's the same with chlorine.
1: You know, they put chlorine in the water, but if you want it in your water, you could just put it yourself, right? Yeah. It's...
0: Now some people might kind of argue like um like oh okay you know like yeah studies yeah yeah the data less cavities yada yada but you're still putting drugs in the water and that's unethical. What well, how do how do you answer that kind of? Well, it's not classified as a drug. It's not a drug. It's a it's a mineral. It's a beneficial mineral
1: that has, and it's the same the same with like like I was saying about chloride or chlorine or ammonia in the water, if I were to say it's, I didn't give informed consent for that, or I didn't give informed consent for streetlights, it's... You know, <laughs> That's a good one. Being bombarded by electromagnetic radiation by the government, you know. Right.
0: Yeah, it's surprising no one ever goes after, like, iodine and salt, right? Well, uh, you'd be surprised by the people in Portland who... Oh. <laughs> you know,
1: ...iodine and salt.
0: That's true. I guess there are people that uh, go out there and sort of buy... You know sea salt, or do make a point that it, you know there's no iodine yeah. in, it, so, yeah, but it, it, very rarely do people ever really actually sort of, most people don't even think about iodine and salt and and it's like we see we don't see a lot of goiters around anymore, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much eliminated,
1: which kind of brings up another claim that that Europe has banned fluoridation, which isn't true. they fluoridate their salt in some places, they fluoridate their milk in other places, and oh. And many of the countries actually do have fluoridated water. England, Ireland, Spain,
0: and Australia fluoridates too. Okay. And uh, what what is it like? Where does the fluoride come from to put in the water? It's in rocks. Fluoride is the or fluorine is the thirteenth most
1: common element on the in the Earth's crust. So it's it's in um, phosphate rocks that the the fertilizer industry so it is kind of an industry byproduct which they'll say is a bad thing mm-hmm. yeah so it isn't like well i have a plastic bag right here that's a petroleum byproduct you know but when they're extracting the nitrogen or the phosphate they also can extract fluoride
0: right i mean even the word byproduct is kind of a loaded term yeah. isn't it?
1: <laughs> i did like the, the
0: scare quotes when i said that oh yes yeah, thank you yeah <laughs> yeah so you're right 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 people kind of paint us like you know like like the anti-vaxxers you know they like to you know use those terms and it's like right it's like it's an industrial waste product they're putting into the the water right yes yeah
1: you got to put toxic in there Say toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah toxic's always uh always yeah it's a a a, a keyword wow now, now have you have you um are you, what are, you, what are you doing to sort of uh, you know, fight the good fighter? Is this purely an Internet thing? Or are you sort of involved out, outside of the Internet? Or
1: I'm trying to be more involved outside of the Internet. The the Internet part can get really frustrating and just takes a big toll.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i
1: blog posts about it and argued online a little bit, but I'm trying to do more like canvassing and, and talking to
0: real people in person. They're a lot nicer in person people in right. general. You know my coworker um, uh, he uh, he sent me a link this was you know the Boston bombing and I sent me a link about um, some like some person who claimed to be a uh person was like you know, had that famous picture of the guy with his leg blown off and the guy with the the cowboy hat. Sort of wheeling him away, and uh, and the EMS guy or claims to be EMS guy is sort of saying that no no you know this is impossible. If your leg was blown off like that, you would have bled out immediately. And I'm an EMS person, and I know there's no way you could you know just stop the blood flow like that. And then the blog post goes on to posting all these pictures like and you can see here this guy dumping you know a bottle of blood on the scene, and this crisis actor is dumping more blood. And you know I'm just looking at these pictures, and it's just people bleeding right yeah and 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 so he he sends me this link and he's like oh my god like look at this look at this how can this be and then i'm like okay like you know calm down calm down you know for every you know for every you know, person who claims to be a this worker there's there's going to be a dozen emergency room doctors who will tell you no this this guy doesn't know what he's talking about of course you can tourniquet a leg you know and and right. yeah so he goes and he googles and he finds you know real medical people saying no no this is how it's possible that it's it's you can do it you know and, and he's like oh okay and he did not fall into conspiracy and i'm like wow because i know so many people would go no, this emergency medical room doctor just must be, uh, you know, a stooge of big pharma. And you know, have have you found people that who who come to the um, anti-fluoridation thing kind of all worried, and 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 then after you talk to them, they're like, oh, oh okay, I see.
1: Yeah, it's it's happened a few times. Um, kind of a more of a, a skeptical Facebook friend. I don't know him in person. Po- commented on one of my the first things I posted, and he <laughs> started by posting a link from Dr. McCullough. Oh, which great! And and I kind of talked to him out of what, out of his position a little bit, and that was one win. I'm I'm not sure about any others. I think there was there's a lot of people I've gotten off the fence who weren't necessarily anti fluoridation, but they were just
0: really on the fence about the whole issue, not not aware of it. Right yeah. Yeah, I mean there are definitely people who right, are fence sitters and hey, right. I think I've said a couple of times on this podcast, if they're only hearing one side then they think, Well that must be Wow. Well, how could people be so stupid? These guys must be these guys are completely right, you know. Yeah. What does I say? Um
1: you Google fluorid fluoride or fluoridation you're gonna get a lot of just yeah, alt med kind of sites and the fluoride action network, which is the, the, like the main part of the anti-fluoride lobby
0: are going to pop up first, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I used to be. I, I I wouldn't describe myself as anti-vax, but but um, I, I used to like not get the flu vaccine, not because I thought it would you know give me autism or something like that. I I just sort of thought like. Oh well, you know I, I can survive the flu, and it's just a couple of days off of work, and and old, and people really need it more before me, and stuff like that. And then then uh, doc, Dr. Devella, he sort of explained the whole idea, herd immunity. And then I sort of thought, then I oh, oh, okay, I, I get it, herd immunity. You know, I I got to get the flu shot to keep me from passing on to some random third person you know i've sneezed on a starbucks table and this old lady picks it up and dies right so so building herd immunity you know so yeah so there i mean you can be some people can be convinced by that oh i'm just missing a piece of data ah yeah you got to convince
1: people that you know they're not the center of the universe and they live in a society where we have to
0: you know make some small sacrifices for the better good exactly i mean it was all sort of um yeah, it's it's like trying to like, like especially the anti vaxxers It's like, end of the day, it's it's an act of altruism. You you remember that altruism idea? You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you are you Christian or? No, no, okay. not religious. Never been religious. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I yeah, it's cause sometimes I'll just argue with Christians. Christians who can be really anti-vax, and, and 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 I'm just sort of saying, you know, it's just it's an act of altruism, it's a Christian act. I I'm gonna take a very small risk to protect some of the most vulnerable people in society and 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 fluoride's not even a risk, right?
1: No. Not not at optimal levels, no. There's Yeah, yeah. And there is a there's a a mild you can get mild dental fluorosis, which is rare, and no one but a dentist is gonna be able to notice it. It's just slight staining and pitting on the teeth and it and you have good teeth to go along with it. Right. So it's cosmetic and,
0: yeah. So when, when when anti-fluoridation people kind of cite, you know, the statistics, you know, the number of people injured by fluoride, you know, the, sometimes they'll cite these, like, really big numbers. and But it's mostly people who just have really mild fluorosis, right?
1: Yes, unless they're using numbers from, like, those Chinese studies or places where there's a lot of, like, fluoride that that isn't really
0: regulated as it is here right Okay, and uh so you know so, so the, you you, f- you think they've kind of identified a mechanism then for 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 fluoride why it it uh why it uh, uh pre- prevents cavities
1: yeah it was in the i think ace the journal
0: acs just
1: the
0: other day, I saw it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because always people will sort of say, "Well, you know, it's just correlation, and oh. you know, yada yada yada, and you know, oh, people in really rich neighborhoods get the fluoride, and people in poor neighborhoods don't get it, but they're not brushing their teeth in the poor neighborhoods, and you know, they'll, they'll make those sorts of arguments, right? But yeah, and while the people
1: in the poor neighborhoods don't have there, there is differences in income if you look at cavities. Because, well, because people people have money can go to the dentist, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and even if you look in cities compared to outside of cities, there'll be differences there too because of most likely income. Yeah,
0: yeah even even up here in uh, in uh, uh, socialized medicine, Canada, uh, you know, dental dental care is is we don't have universal dental care; it's kind yeah. of pay as you go. So I I, th- I think I think. It might have changed in recent years, but I think think young children kind of get free dental care up to a certain age. It's, you know, basic stuff, but it's like braces, that sort of crap. Forget about it. That's your dad's (laughs) pain.
1: Yeah. It's probably about the the same here. If you're you're young and kids usually can get some kind of help, or at least poor kids can get some kind of help. But after you're a certain age, you're on your own. Okay. Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps after that point. <laughs>
0: right. And uh did we kinda of cover most of the the major the major the major points about Yeah, I think so. I mean most of it. All right. And uh what 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 part of part what part of Portland are you in? In northeast Portland. Okay. Are you near the uh, what? What is here? Oh, the public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use, I'm on it all the time. Tri-Met, it's great. Okay, yeah. Do they still have the free portion?
1: No, they they stopped that recently uh, last year. They they had stopped. They had it still free downtown to ride on the the max bus, the max trains, and the streetcar. But then they canceled. They stopped doing that too. So
0: okay. What what's what's that really good bookstore, used bookstore? Powell's. It's the largest
1: independent bookstore in the country.
0: Yeah. Are do you go there a lot?
1: Yes. Um I know I don't usually go to the skeptic section. It's a little couple shelves and
0: oh god. You yeah, know I, I found in the uh in, here in Toronto one of the bookstores in like the science space section uh a Hoagland book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Should be over in religion. <sighs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did go to Powell's. That was kind of a, that was sort of that. That's one of the tourist stops in, in Portland.
1: Yeah. Anytime I go downtown, I'm obligated to stop by there and
0: hang out for a while. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a couple of Saturdays ago, I went to, I went to a bookstore, and then I went to a record store, and then I went to a role playing game store, and I'm like. Wow, this was like my '90s. You know, I've not really spent any time in a bookstore, a record store, or a role-playing game store since the '90s.
1: That's what Portland is. Like what Portlandia says: the dream of the '90s. Go <laughs> you know, go to a bar, go to a strip club, go to a pinball game, pinball arcade, and there's your dog.
0: <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna stick around Portland after after you graduate, or?
1: For now, I think so. I
0: like it. All right then. Okay. I, all right. I guess we could we we could wrap up. Um, where where can where can people find you online? Do you, you you said you mentioned a blog. Yes, it's called Skeptical or Skeptical in a Foxhole or
1: FoxholeSkeptic or maybe org. I don't really ever remember that. <laughs> but um, okay. I'm usually on. I don't really go on the the JREF forums
0: as much as I should or the or the SU forums. Okay. Do you what what? Can I ask what your ID is on 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 SGU? One of them is James Charge and one of them is J Charge, and I don't remember which is which. Okay, so you're not on there that often then.
1: No. Okay, are you going to the amazing meeting or? Yes, I'm going for the first time this year. Really excited about it. Oh wow, that's great.
0: Okay, yeah. So so if people do uh, meet you at the amazing meeting and they are like. I loved your thing about fluoride in the water. Uh, can I buy you uh What, what could people buy you? Can they buy you a beer or a. Yeah, beer. Just cheap beer. Just uh, cheap beer? Pretty, a pretty easy date. Okay, alright. You know, you, you, you,
1: there's some pretty
0: good microbrews down in in, uh, in uh, yeah, Oregon. Some of, the best. some of the best, but I still drink just Pabst Blue <laughs> Ribbon. <laughs> God, I wish you warned me about that before I let you on the podcast. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, I guess that's my one question. The other question, then, is the um, uh, what science fiction or fantasy military would you join just based solely on the coolness of the uniform? You
1: know, I've thought about this question a lot, and I would have to go with Battlestar Galactica, the remake.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Even when they're wearing, like, the the full the jackets, it's got the navy style, but even when they have just the the undershirt with like the cross wife beater looking thing. I love that. I oh want, yeah. I want to wear that shirt.
0: Okay. All right. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Amazing meeting. That, that is, that, that is a lot of fun. It's, um, uh, so what's my, what's my advice for the amazing meeting? Um, get, uh, Get your seat early, <laughs> um and uh yeah, so hook up with other people and try to you know arrange taxi rides kind of off site and you know to go to go for different kind of foods and stuff like that. The South point is a little bit remote from that's what of, I hear, yeah, 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 but I mean when you're at the amazing meeting itself, it's just pretty much from the moment you wake up to the moment your head hits the pillow, it's just all. Tam 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 tam. So there's very, there there is also very little time to sort of do anything else. But uh, there's an M buffet. There's a hotel called the M Hotel, and they have a really good buffet. If someone's like, where can we go for a good buffet? Because the food is crap at the hotel, the South <laughs> Point, uh, except the hot dogs. <laughs> well, I, I don't
1: eat meat, so I'm okay with. That. <laughs> okay, all right, never never mind that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Just stick to the bagels, then. Yes. Okay. Some, some beans. I'm happy. Great. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you go, James. All right. So thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks. Okay. Good. good. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> you, too. Yeah. I hope the, hope the vote goes in, in, in sanity's favor. Yeah, cross our fingers. Okay. Have a good night. You, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Mississippi, she's calling my name. Catfish, are jumping that paddle wheel,
0: bumping. Black water, keep rolling all oh, fast, just the same. Oh, black water, keep on rolling.
1: Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on? Oh, black water, keep on rolling. Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining? On. Oh, Oh, black water, keep on rolling. Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on me?
0: Yeah, keep on shining your light. Gonna make everything great. mama. gonna make everything all right.
1: And I ain't got no worries, cause I ain't